0: And what an amazing new year this has been. And I pray that you are having a great day. You are ready in for a treat today. We're going to be talking today on Kingdom Concepts about ministry families. Ministry <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things that come to mind yes. when you think about ministry. And here I am with my family, some <laughs> of it. This is my daughter, Aleah. And this is also my daughter, Madeline. And they've been in the studio with me. And we've just been having an awesome time just talking about life and growing Mm -hmm. in life and here we are talking today about ministry family Mm -hmm. being one and I was sharing with you guys as we were preparing for this that if you were to ask anybody in a church you know what does it mean to be a ministry family what is the response that most people would say
1: the pastor's family
0: that you're a pastor you're a pastor's family yeah your pastor's family that's a ministry family family. yeah that's a ministry family and so if you're watching and you're saying, yeah, that's exactly what a ministry family is, it's you're a pastor or, or you're a minister in the church, you're wrong.
1: Um, <laughs> Sorry. And, and
0: <laughs> just dropping a hot mic on you. But it's, it's, it is it's the wrong mentality. Yeah. And this right here, I think, is one of the things that has really challenged mm-hmm. so many homes, so mm-hmm. many Christian homes, is that when it comes to being a ministry family, most people look at it as an exclusion yeah oh you're the pastors you know that's why when they need prayer they ask for you to pray mm-hmm. yeah that's why when someone's in the hospital they want you to go to the hospital that's yeah. why when something's going wrong they want you to fix it you know because you're the ministry family yeah and and what i've learned is that you can only fly so high on borrowed wings yeah, yeah. it's not your relationship with God that's going to change my life and and fix my life. It's going to be the relationship that I develop, amen, by the example that you teach and by the life that, you know, you live. Um, Those things are going to help me, but every one of us have been called into the ministry. Mm -hmm. Every one of us, the Lord says that we're fearfully and wonderfully made, and we were created, amen, to serve him, and every one of us remain on this earth for no other purpose, mm-hmm. but then to perform ministry, to preach this gospel to all the ends of the earth, to make Jesus famous. Mm-hmm. That's the responsibility of every believer. Yeah. That's the responsibility of every family. Yeah. And uh, and it's something that never ends. Yeah. Th- there's no unemployment
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: when it comes to ministry in yeah. the kingdom of God.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't that such a lie from the enemy though it's such a deception to go in and you because obviously the Bible tells us as the enemy comes to steal the word immediately which mm-hmm. means he's going to church yeah. yeah and so you can have all these families in a church and he's like okay well they're they're saved but that's that's fine whatever but I don't want them making an impact mm-hmm. and so he comes in with a deception of oh you're excluded from the responsibilities mm-hmm. of a ministry family yeah. and it's you have a and it's like he's almost like it's just such a deception. He's like, leaving them okay, but they'll never make an impact. Mm-hmm. Leaving them, oh, you can be saved. You're going to heaven. But who are you taking with you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it and that's why he does it. I believe. So you have this generation of Christians mm-hmm. who think they get to just sit in the bleachers and allow, you know,
2: the pastors and the ministers yeah. go do the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And their families suffer for it. Yeah. yeah. They do. Yeah. And then also, it, when it, like you said, it takes away the responsibilities that, yeah. like, they're putting those on ministers or what other people other than them. But it's also taking the power away from the family unit. Yeah, because, that's true. Because if you don't know that you have the whole same Holy Spirit your pastor has, if you don't know that, then you're not going to have power in your home because you're going to be relying on other people mm-hmm. for prayer. When your kids get sick or when your wife is sick or you're sick, you're not going to be able to stand against it because even though that power is there and mm-hmm. you have what God has given you already inside mm-hmm. of you, but if you don't know that you can tap into that, or that it's not something just reserved for other people to yeah. pray for you. You're never going to to awaken what already is stirred within you already. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: you, you you discover how God wants to use you. Yeah. You know, ministry is not your decision, it's your discovery. Yeah. And every one of us we we begin the same way. We we begin with an understanding that Jesus Christ is Lord of all, that he died on the cross for all of our sins and that he rose again to a new life, a life that he offers us to have. And we're to grow in this. Mm -hmm. We're to mature in this. And church, the whole purpose that God created the church was for the equipping of the saints, Mm -hmm. for the work of the ministry, for the edifying, the building up of the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. It's like we go to church to get equipped so that we can go out and change our world. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, as a pastor, I've always endeavored, To make sure that people see the gift that is inside of them yeah that they realize that man you have potential i meant to where you've got uncapped uh power you know uncapped Mm. possibilities there's so much that you can do that you've never done Mm. so much that you can be but you've never been it's like every one of us have potential and it's important for us to realize that god puts us in families so that he can pull out the potential. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like in marriage. You know, the Bible says that one puts a thousand to flight, one person, but two put ten thousand. Mm. Uh, you know, when you pray, you have power. the f- The fervent prayer of a righteous man, you know, it's powerful and effective. It availeth much. You know, the word says, but man, when you put a man and a woman together, now you have the power of agreement in your prayer, yeah. you know things happen and and God puts us in families so that we can do ministry and so that we can do more ministry. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Yeah. It enhances, it enhances who you are. Mm. It enhances what you can do. But what you see happening nowadays is that you have so many folks that have, I'm just going to call it for what I see it. It's where they're spiritually deformed. Yeah. It's yep. like they don't know how to hear from God for themselves. Mm. Prayer is something that you do when things are at the worst. It's like, yeah. it's so bad we have to pray. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's you know? <laughs> so, uh,
1: that bad. Yeah. And,
0: and when it comes to the Bible, the Bible is only relevant. You know, it's a book that you pull out of your trunk, uh, you know, on Sundays and maybe the middle of the week if you mm-hmm. go to church.
1: Yeah. But, you know. And even that, it's sometimes not at all.
0: Yeah. and some Yeah. And then when life happens people are taken and they don't know mm-hmm. how to perform ministry they need ministry yeah. you know and, and the thing is that we put the word of god in us when we don't need it yeah. so it'll be there when we do yeah and man what comes to my mind when i think of ministry family man i i mean i've seen god do things with people that uh they they love god mm-hmm. and their mm-hmm. homes are dedicated to the lord there to the service of the Lord, yeah. not, not just in church, mm. but in their lives to where I have a guy that's a car dealer. Yeah. You know, that uh, his, his ex father-in-law was on life support. And they're going to pull the plug. And I remember him coming to me saying, you know, I, I feel like God wants me to go pray for this man. Mm. He didn't ask me to pray for him. He said, mm. I feel like I'm supposed to go pray for him. And uh, he, he said, Pastor, I, I just, I want you to pray with me that God will use me to be a blessing to him. He was, he was always good to me. And I remember he went and prayed for that guy. And when he got to the hospital, they'd already pulled the plug. Mm-hmm. The guy was already gone. I mean, medically, he was dead. Yeah. The doctors were there, the nurses, they're pulling all the tubes out and disconnecting all the machines. And the family's there, they're crying. They're, you know, Dad, we're going to miss you. You mm-hmm. know, and yeah. they're doing what families do. But he knew he was there to pray for him. Mm-hmm. So he asked the family, can I pray for him? And they just looked at him kind of weird and you know, and he started to pray, and the guy came back from the dead. Amen. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. it's like he went there to minister, yeah. and that's what he did was he ministered, and that man came back to life, that yeah. man's still alive. Yeah. And it's like that's just one story. Yeah. You know, but it's people understanding that, you know what, I am a divine appointment that is waiting to happen yeah. wherever I go. Yeah. And this kind of tilts people, doesn't it? Because do people look at folks that, physically you see them doing ministry do you do they look at the standard that they should be living different than the standard that they're living if they're quote not a ministry family
1: oh i in my opinion absolutely mm-hmm. a, a lot of people do a lot of people that i've encountered do even from their speech will tell you their behavior will show you that they really do that they believe that there is something different like if you think of you know oh dr spell oh well you know, he has to read his word daily because he's Dr. Seville, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, and you know, and then it starts getting applied to you. And then it starts, you know, putting less of a commitment on them. So I'm like, Jesus died for you too. Mm -hmm. The same thing. And what I always think about is, I guess I always think opposite end. Could you imagine what the church, the body of Christ would look like if more people, Sought them or thought of themselves as a ministry family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they had the same dedication, the same devotion that you know that they put on other people, mm-hmm. as you know, if they took it on as their responsibility as well, can you imagine how that stirring can mm-hmm. awaken something like never before. And I think a lot of people are so stuck on revival of the past mm-hmm. and bringing that now, and it's like yeah. yo. The Bible says he'll do a new thing, yeah, a new greater thing, things, yeah. greater things, marvelous things, and it's and so, but that doesn't come just the pastor. The pastor can only go as far mm. as the people are willing to go, mm. and and the pastor sometimes I believe that you, I mean I've seen it where you've had to take a step back to bring the people back to you yeah. and to get them to where they're seeing things mm. as their responsibility, and if more people. Felt that responsibility mm-hmm. to evangelize, that responsibility yeah. to to go make a change, I think the revival would happen a lot faster and it would be unprecedented. What, like, yeah. just to a degree that, man, I don't know, that gets the world's attention. Yeah. yeah. And you always say it's gonna be a falling in, not a falling out as yeah. we get later on.
0: Well, even as, you know, being PKs, mm-hmm. you know, did, did you grow up with people? I mean, when you were a young PK, oh
1: gosh, did yep.
0: you have people that expected you to behave like... Yes. An, an <laughs> yes. Because you were the pastor's kid. What was it? That, Six, what? The,
2: you have some people who expected you to act like you were a 30-year-old. When, <laughs> when you were like five, they're like, how could you twitch on a pew for, for two hours? I'm like, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I can't do that
1: right now. We, we literally had somebody with our, um, our son... He was like at this point. I think he was maybe six. Like he was mm-hmm. kindergarten. Yeah. And they made the comment to my husband that, well, and it was something very simple. He's mm. being kids, you know. Yeah. Was, yeah. The kid's not sinning, man. I mean, yeah. he's just you know jittery. Yeah. Like yeah. The six-year-old. The six-year-old. Yeah. And they're like, well, he's a minister, a minister's kid. He should know better. And I'm like, he. The kid just didn't want to color the cross you put in front of him. Like <laughs> they don't like coloring, and they said that phrase. Well, you know they, you know, they should do more. They're, you know, they should behave differently because they're a ministry kid. Yeah, and I was like, he what? Like he have the concept? i what not even a Yeah, I'm like yeah. he loves God. He'll pray for you, yeah. but mm-hmm. kid don't like to color. Like sorry, yeah. children's yeah. church. Like yeah. my yeah. dad.
0: But isn't it, isn't that something though uh, that? It, that people have a mentality Mm -hmm. that there's a different standard and they hold you to a higher standard. And I understand this, that as a leader, you know, if you're talking about pastoring or you're a minister, yeah, to them that are given much, much more is required. But what people fail to understand is that what God expects from like me as a pastor, you know, is no different than what he expects from you as a parishioner, mm-hmm, you know, as a member of a church. The difference between me and others is that we're positionally equal. We are children of God and yeah. we all have to live yeah. according to the yeah. standard of this word. Yeah. There, there isn't a different standard for me as as a, a pastor or mm-hmm. a minister, the only difference is that I'm gonna be judged with a harder rod yeah. because my influence affects more people than just my life. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah, means exactly. I'm gonna be, God's gonna look at my life a little bit more deeper yeah. because of who I affect. Mm-hmm. But as far as living different, mm-hmm. we're all called to live according to the same word. Yeah. We're positionally equal children of yeah. God. We're functionally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just do something different than what God's called you to do. But because people have it in their mm. in their understanding yeah. or their lack of understanding that there's a different standard with your ministers or your ministers' kids or ministry mm. family. Mm. Uh, they expect you to be living different, but this is the thing is, but they complain that you have a better, that you have things better than what yeah, they have.
2: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, they <laughs> yeah. complain
0: that you live in a better house, you drive a better car, <laughs> you yeah. enjoy better yeah. things. You know, mm-hmm. it's amazing how they're critical of the blessing, but they don't want that standard mm-hmm. of yeah. living. Yeah. They don't want to have to go to church every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't want to have to read their Bible yeah. daily. They don't want to, you know, faithfully get, yeah. I go on and on and yeah. on. Yeah. There's they a, there's, law.
2: Make the dedication. Yeah. So yeah. Do it.
0: And, and but the thing is, this is that if you do what I do, mm-hmm. you can have yeah. what I have. That's with anybody. Yeah. But you know, I, I think you know, when it comes to this subject of being a ministry family, I'm telling you, I really hope that we tip some cows over today. Yeah. yeah. Because you think about you think about how many families you know have. Have such a tilted perception of what it, what it means to be a ministry family. Mm, yeah. You know, you have people that, that they have such a distorted view.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: like I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for the for the sacred cow here mm-hmm. to tip it over. Think about how many times you've heard people say, and you might be watching today, and maybe you you've said this, maybe you believe this, and I I pray that something I say right now will get you to think different. Mm. But how many times have we heard people say, God comes first, family, then ministry, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I'm not going to sacrifice my family for the ministry. Mm -hmm. Number one, God sacrificed his son so that you can have a family in ministry. Mm -hmm. Amen. God didn't, God ain't going to have you sacrifice your family for him. He sacrificed himself for you. The thing is, this is that. God's not going to give you something that's going to hurt you. Yeah, It'll
1: hurt your he family. He never does yeah. or hurts
0: your family. Yeah. But you say, "Well, how do why do people separate God, family, ministry? And why do they put it in that order?" I'll tell you why. Because people have been hurt mm-hmm. by ministry. Mm-hmm. Yep. And therefore they want to bring a separation. Yeah. You know? And in and, and that's part of the problem, but the reality is this is that God gave you your calling. The Bible says before the foundations of the world. Mm-hmm. He knew you. He called you. He surnamed you. He equipped you. Amen. Before you were in your mother's womb, he already had a purpose for your life. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So you had a calling before you had a family. And I think people don't understand that. You had a purpose before your family. Now, God Mm -hmm. will give you family to enhance your purpose. Mm -hmm. But it's like God is first, and ministry comes out of that relationship. Yeah. They're not two different things. Yeah. They're one and the same. Yeah. We were created to serve Him. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And in every relationship, family and others, comes out of that relationship with God. I'm a better husband because I, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. strong in the Lord. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a better this, I'm a better that because of my relationship with yeah. God. Everything flows out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But people introduce these different standards to make, well, basically it's just to make themselves feel comfortable about, about setting up things so, yeah. that they believe are protecting yeah. themselves.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Well, one of those things that I think really, well, why does that happen? Why do we say, because like you said, everything comes out of your relationship with God. But if you have a bunch of people who feel that the responsibilities, you know, on their spiritual walk is different from the preachers, then you have a bunch of families. So why does that happen? You have families who end up serving in ministry. They're serving in ministry, but at home, yeah. they're not being spiritual. Yeah. At home, they're yeah. not introducing the word and the worship yeah. and, and the communion coming together. So of course their family is going to suffer and they blame it on the ministry. Exactly. No, it wasn't the ministry. Yeah. You served every Sunday, every Thursday. That didn't cause your family to... Yeah. to fall apart well, it was you not being holy yeah at home and yeah. bringing the family together yeah.
0: yeah well look at the standard mm-hmm. yeah okay exactly. the God, standard first, was different. God first yeah. mm-hmm. okay family then ministry all right so let's see it for what it is all right God first we're a Christian mm-hmm. family
2: mm-hmm.
0: family second okay uh we do sports
1: we have so many teenagers we have activities so yep. you know what
0: we don't go to church when church interferes with our family sports. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. ministry comes after family. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens is is that ministry ministry is reduced to we go to church every once in a while. Yeah, when
2: we're free. We will make you know time to go to
0: church. We love God. God first. You know, it's God, family. Our family does all kinds of things. You know what I'm saying? vacation yeah vacations activities mm-hmm. um you know and then ministry has been reduced to sporadic attendance yeah, yeah.
1: it's not even and, and so ministry. what happens is when the yeah. kids
0: get older there's no value for ministry because yeah. there never was an example yeah. mm-hmm. uh, of of it being important or if you have families that started off with god and mm-hmm. they were serving in ministry yeah. and their family came, you know yeah. at that mm-hmm. time. What happens is if they get hurt then they start blaming the ministry for it yeah and and they're like well i'm not gonna you know they blame the ministry for why they have marriage issues they blame mm-hmm. the ministry for why you know there's challenges at home and and it's like you know they and and they blame the ministry I, how many times you've heard people say i got burned out in ministry yeah
1: Oh gosh. it's
0: like you know what You will never get burned out. God will never ask you to do something that's going to burn you out. It's like, I'm calling you to be a pastor, but you're going to get burned out. out. I'm calling you to Australia to be a missionary, but you know what? You're going to get burned out. It's like, that's not even Bible. People get burned out when they're busy doing something for God, but they're not taking the time to be busy with God. That's right. God's never going to call you to do something that you do not have the ability to do and stay strong, you know? But because people have had different experiences or they've been used by ministries, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like abused by being used too much and th- what yeah. they did was more important than who they were. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry, that wasn't a ministry issue. That was people issue.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, but because of that, people have made this standard. And mm-hmm. you're right. You mentioned their families suffer. I mean, think about the things that you've seen over the years, mm-hmm. you know, with that standard You know being raised in church and there's 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 some children that have been you know Mm. their family's been a part of this church the whole time you were growing up you know uh what difference do you see in where you know with how ministry was handled and in life and family what difference do you see in those people and those those people that
2: Well, you can see when a family has, as they've grown, grown, when their standard for where they put God kind of rises lower or, or kind of where, where ministry, what had to be seen. If ministry wasn't seen by people, it didn't matter kind of thing Yeah. to where the children, what, when you're doing that, you are setting a double standard, even though you might think, oh, I don't need to read my Bible or go to church as much as other people because they do more. But the thing is, when you put that in your kid, you're, child's gonna um they are gonna put god on the back burner they're not gonna care because they're gonna be like well this is more important or they didn't matter then why does it matter now and to where i've had friends that i've grown up with where i could like if i go to their friend's house or their house you can see that there is a different standard or i could see that like years later i'd visit and i saw where their standard was so high it just completely reduced to what they wouldn't watch back then they're okay with watching now or what they wouldn't listen to or what they wouldn't say over their kids or over their own family or their pastors mm. but they're okay with saying it now because they've grown and then to where and i have so many friends that i grew up with in ministry but they now have their backs completely turned against god
0: they don't go to church and or... then
2: and then it's either the parents are so just flabbergasted because they don't know why their kid grew up in church but they don't want to be serving in church or be in church anymore or the parents are completely don't care anymore because they've just gone so much lower god has got so much less of an importance to where it doesn't matter anymore. Who cares? Churches is what we do. We want to go to church.
0: This is such a huge subject matter, and, you know, we're going to do a daily double. Daily double. (laughs) And we're going to do another part two episode on this because I think we need to continue Mm -hmm. with this because this is a huge, huge area. Amen. We love you, and we pray that you stay tuned for the second part of Ministry Families, Kingdom Concepts.